0: No purchase necessary. Void are prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun
0: for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two.
1: We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. BGW Group. Voidware prohibited by
0: law. 18 plus. and conditions apply.
2: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
0: Hi everybody, it's Chris here from the Galligate Shots YouTube channel. Just to let you know, as always, this podcast is now part of the 90 Minute Football Network and proudly sponsored by www.pt-4-u.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. Hi everybody. Welcome back to the Always Smiling Faces podcast on the Gallagher Shot YouTube channel. Lockdown all over again. We're back <laughs> recording from home. We couldn't afford to pay rent on the studio this month, so we're not there. <laughs> How are you doing, boys? Ah, yeah. Good. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> I hope you're lying about the last remark,
0: I hope. <laughs> no, no, no. So so yes, Well, tonight um we've decided to record from home as you can see it's Mark here. Yeah. Dagger here. Yeah. Bestie couldn't make it, um but wishing you well, Bestie, as always mate. Uh, Mark, how are you? You good? I'm good,
1: yeah. Not bad at all. Could uh, could have been better. Could have been here celebrating some, you know, a victory or something like that, but you know, this is this is Newcastle, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Uh, Dagger, all festive this this one. And um, we didn't yeah. set Decker up. Um Decker decided <laughs> to dress like this. We didn't set him up.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad you got that in, actually. Yes. No, no, I, I just thought, you know what it is? If you kinda be festive on the on the last episode before Christmas, when when can you be? Um but I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. And you know what it is? I think I think I'm gonna be quite positive tonight as well, actually, about the performance. So I'm just I haven't spoken years at all. I haven't spoken years at all about it. So I'm interested to see your thoughts as well.
0: Yeah, um, Mark. I'm gonna let you lead in with it, mate. If you just want to go through the likes of the starting lineup and things like that for us, mate, because there's a few shouty here saying that my audio isn't great. So I'll let you two take over just for a moment.
1: So you're trying to me. trying to test in my memory here, like aren't you? I seem to forget I had a few uh, beverages mm-hmm. yesterday, but yeah, there was a few. There was a few changes for the game, wasn't there? Um,
2: well, do you want, to, do you want us to see the starting lineup for you, Mark? Do you want us well, to go if you've for
1: got it? it there, I can. I can remember. Obviously, Clark Clark came in. Richie came in. That's correct. Yeah, changes in midfield as well with um, St. Saint. St Saint was rested in favour of Fraser. Um, well, you would have been then... happy
2: about St not starting, so that would have no. gotten you off to the Christmas spirit. Um, <laughs> obviously, Shelby, obviously Shelby missing, Shelby was, was a, missing. Yeah, which I, I wasn't expecting, um, which obviously Hayden came in and played alongside Willock in the centre midfield. Um, yeah. I think probably the glaring thing, I think, for a lot of people was the back four, I think. Well, it was for me, and you know, I certainly went on to and seeing that where you've got Jacob Murphy, Lascelles, Clark and Richie, is the back four. Um, it, it scares the, the hell out of me, to, to, to be honest, I think, especially against the opposition you're going up against. It's going to be tough no matter what. Um, but th- that is a dreadful back four, in all fairness. And I don't mean to you know, disrespect any of them as individuals. I'm sure they're great people, but it's it's dreadful, isn't it, at this level to have that back four.
1: Well, I mean, we we've seen it week in, week out, haven't we, with the times that Clark's been in there, and obviously we've had with, with discussions about Lascelles in in recent weeks as well, and seeing those those two at the centre. Obviously we knew Lewis had picked up that that injury um, in the last game, so it was it was probably expected that we would have seen Matt Ritchie back in at left back, um, where we know he's you know he's trying to do a job there, and yeah. albeit in, in not what is his position. are missing again, um, and, and Murphy. In at that right back, I, I did wonder whether we we're going to see a back five in all honesty, mm-hmm. again, um, and maybe drop um Isaac Hayden into there. But from, from the off, we just went with 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 the four, yeah. um, with Hayden and, and Willickin as the center two in front of them. Um,
2: I, I think yeah, there's, there's, not- there's, there's, there's certain things where they obviously <clears throat> we've expected when Howe comes in to be a little bit more, maybe aggressive, a little bit more on the front foot or forward thinking. But there is certain games, I think, us as fans can understand if we go to five at the back. You know, we, we kind of understand and, and that, it, that it might work. And this was one of them for me, I thought, given some of the injuries that were had. And there was obviously rumours as Fernandez, obviously he was out as well still. I still thought we would go to the five. I really did. Um, but he stuck with the four and it is what it is, isn't
0: it? Do, do you think it's a bit strange, the whole... I know we're touching on, on something that we've already covered plenty, but the whole thing with Fernandez that that the club actually had to come out and, and put that photo with Fernandez on because people are calling bullshit on it and people are saying, "Oh, like Fernandez is out injured, blah 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 blah." But does it really make a difference? Because he was never going to get a game anyway, was he?
2: I just think it puts to bed any kind of um, <clears throat> like fan, not unrest is, is too strong of a word, but like you know, people just having an opinion that obviously it is fake or whatever. And there he is sitting with this kind of. What it's was it? Like oxygen thing, oxygen thing. thing, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um But I, I mean, for example, do, if he was fit, would you have started yesterday with Shane I on mean. being there? Would you have started? I'm not so sure. Would you have maybe played five at the back if he was fit, like three centre half? Sorry, um, you, you don't really know. You would have liked to have thought how would have would have picked them, but yeah. to be fair, he's give Clark. He has to give Clark the nod every time he's had the opportunity to. So. Well,
0: just just while we're talking about Kieran Clark and um, so once again, he gets the nod, and let's dive straight into their first goal, something which he didn't do. Dive it's in. a shame
1: he didn't get the nod.
0: Exactly. it's yes, true, yeah. I...
1: clear, do you
0: me? Schoolboy stuff from Kieran yeah. Clark, letting the ball bounce. Um, yeah. A lot of people were, were pointing the finger at Debravka, but it, it, it's just all about Debravka to be fair. Then it bounces right in front of, of Clark, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. play out the back post just ready and knocking in
2: it's um it's it's an absolute shambles to, to, to be honest and i think christ i mean you're five minutes into the game here as well it's so early on you know you expect to be tight you know be you know surely you're going to be as disciplined as you can be not taking chances early doors and things like that um and you know it's i'm sure best said it last week and to be fair we've probably all said it to a degree individual mistakes it's just it's just on a weekly occurrence um and it always seems to be the same faces that are making these mistakes as well. Yeah. Um And I said this weeks ago about Kieran Clark, weeks and weeks ago that he, he isn't good enough, and he's, he's been a great servant. He's, he's done very well when he's come in from as a substitute certain times of previous years, and thank you very much for that. But he's just he, no offence, he should not be starting the Premier League game. That's that's just my opinion. Um, and I, to try and I, I, I had a bit of a come together with me Daz, on on Twitter. He had says no matter what, Clark's got to clear that. I th- in my opinion, I thought of Debravka shouts, keep us. he leaves it. That's my opinion. But having seen the replays, I don't say Dubravka say a thing, to be quite honest with you. Um, so Clark has to, and as I've mentioned, you're five minutes into the game. Let's just clear the ball and regroup and get up the pitch type of thing. You know what I mean? But to, to do that in, in the six-yard area. Right,
0: even did. the position of Dubravka, though, even with Clark's behind Dubravka, so even if Dubravka calls for it, <clears> it's a strange one. Clark's got to take responsibility for, for clearing that because it's already gone. It's already gone past the keeper.
2: Well, well, the ball the ball's coming. It's coming over Clark's head, isn't it? it mm. in, in fairness, let's just say Debravka was physically standing behind him. Debravka just catches the ball. It's yeah. as simple as that. Um, I can only think that De Bra- Clark thinks that the keeper's there, um, and because he he literally ducks out the way as if like, oh, I've getting a shout or I've getting some yeah, kind of call. He, leaves it. he, he do, really does it. Um, but as, you, as you've mentioned, though, I mean, let's be fair, as I come back to what I said before, you're five minutes into the game, you clear that away. You know what I mean? You clear that away. Um, and, and can I also just point out something that never really got mentioned by anyone? Dubravka led to the corner pre, prior to that moment happening. Um, horrific. I mean, that's horrific. I mean, Lascelles passes, passes him the ball back and Dubravka tries to give it back to LaSalle and goes out for a corner. I mean, the, the, the angle he had of that pass, you just don't try that type of pass here. Just clear it up the field. Um, the ball then goes out for a corner. The, then the corner comes in. They then recycle that ball, and then the goal happens. So there was two. There was two big errors there. To be fair,
0: yeah, it's it's individual errors once again. though Decker, like you said, and it's the same faces once again. And do you think in in? I know everyone's pinning the hopes on January now. Can you see there being that much of a change in the defensive lineup?
1: Well, we're going to need to go and buy a left back, aren't we? But that's got to up to the top of the, the the shopping list now based on the fact that we've we, ha- we haven't got a, a fit left back at the club we've only got well I'm going to say it too because I'll I'll count it in there as well Dumit and in Lewis um it looks a long long way off Lewis is fine, yeah. they've said until the new year now I know that's only what two weeks away now but whether that's like New Year as in he's going to be fit straight away at the beginning of January or it's going to be, you know, the middle of January, something like that, we don't really know. Um, so it is a position that we, we we need to look at to to do something there, whether that's, a, whether that's a loan to try and just tide we're over for a little bit of time because I think Lewis is the answer. I, I don't know, but it's, it's maybe a position where we potentially weren't going to, to look to strengthen as a priority, whereas... Now it looks like it's somewhere that we really do need to to, to look at. As shame. A, it's a shame as, as well
0: that. for Lewis because he, he had a couple of decent games under his belt as well. Yeah. Um, but then obviously he picks that injury up and that's obviously his run in the team gone now. And it leaves, like you said, Matt Ritchie back in there. And once again, to, to me, Matt Ritchie struggled once again.
1: I mean, he is up against the pace of Sterling, isn't he? he that's, that's one... You know, huge asset that Raheem Sterling's got over the majority of players is his his out-and-out pace. Um, But we, I I mean, obviously we were there, Chris, we we could see it like, again, from the off. (coughs) See with teams when we come come across, when we're not playing with wide players, and they do, they just stick their players like right out on the touchline and leave them there. And they're in an acre of space every single time, and we got we got caught time and time again with just balls out wide because they were shifting the play really, really quickly. Um, We'll we'll come on to one which I think was it was maybe the last goal where it was even, you know, it went from one half to the other and and completely switched sides. Um, But that happened numerous times through the game, Um, and we just uh, even with Murphy, Murphy's got a bit of pace, but. Because he's, you know, he's coming quite narrow to the two, the two central defenders. It again leaves, leave space in behind that that was exploited. And when you've got players with pace that that are that much better than us, let's face it, they they're going to exploit that.
0: Yeah, I'm going to come to you because because thank you very much, Josh. Josh has donated uh, to the super chat. There, he's donated twenty pound, and obviously just on the back of talking thank about Josh. pace and we obviously haven't. Yeah, sorry man so you haven't and the players that will just wait up against it in regards to to a sprint really um one of our players is seen maxima who was left on the bench rested was he or, or god knows um so he says hi lads hope you're all well uh, he's been critical of alan Saint recently and said he wouldn't last on the how because of his ego do you see his long-term future with us if we stay up Hope you all have an amazing Christmas or some content. You too, Josh. All the best, mate. Thank you very much.
2: Cheers, Josh. Thank you. Um, is that a so, question to me? Sorry, is it? Yes. Um, I'm 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 a firm believer that your answer is yes, I, I really do. Um, when you say long term, I mean you're talking five years, I'm not saying five What's years, long like, term
0: these days? But yeah, like,
2: but I certainly think if we stay up the next couple of couple of seasons, I really do. Um, I think um. Are you all right? Oh, Lisa's just looking at you. Um, <laughs> no, she was. Um, the me, me. If I'm being really honest in regards to the opposition, I think you pick and choose your battles. If I'm honest, and that's why I, when I was at Liverpool game on Thursday, when we got there, there was loads of people around us kicking off that Wilson wasn't starting. But I was like, that's fine. Like, y- your players need to get a rest certain amount of times in the certain games where I think sometimes you've just got to accept probably hmm. going to get BTI. You know what I mean? I, I, you should never do that because I suppose it's still like a game of football. You have still got fans there. You should, you should still believe. But I think there's there's, there's horses for courses. Like, and I think resting saint on that particular game I think was a, was a good option.
0: Well, now, you could is, say resting like or dropping, dropping because his form hasn't been great. could be that as well. I think as Eddie Howe actually came out and said that he doesn't look at games in the future. He just looks at the next game. Mm-hmm. Is he lying a little bit there? Because yes, why would you rest a player? <laughs> 100% lying there, yeah. yeah.
2: I, I, don't, I don't believe any manager either. I, it's always when they say... Or we haven't looked at the table and things like that. Or we don't look at teams around. It's completely nonsense They just say it just to sound focused and sound, Yeah. Sound, you know. As a professional, I'm not quite sure the right word I'm looking for, but I think every player, every every manager looks at games to come and realise, shit, we've got two hmm. or three games. They'll all know that these three or four games that we've got now are terrible, let's be fair. But I think how we'll be looking at the Everton game, the Southampton game, there's a few coming up yeah. that he'll think, Oh, can we wrap St and Cottonwall? Can we rest Wilson here and there? The same for them games. That, that's what I think yeah joe
0: thought
1: he did he did you know pick pick up a, a knock maybe on on thursday night he went off <laughs> injured so whether whether or not there's there's a little bit in that of, of just giving him a little bit of extra time um nothing's been said around what what that was whether it was just a a, a tiredness thing or or what but i, I don't know i mean it, I, I, it could to, be, it could be anything couldn't it when, when
2: he came on um it, it's very difficult with a player like St maximum because even Wilson, for example, he never touched the ball, man. And I've said this now for five, six games about Wilson. He doesn't touch the ball. But I'm not blaming Wilson for that. I'm not blaming Wilson for that. It's just because we're, just, we're not very good, to be quite honest with you. And we don't really give... The, the commentators were saying it very often about Wilson, saying he just hasn't had a kick at the ball. And I'm not he blaming only, him only for that. He only gets the
0: ball if he goes looking for it, mate, doesn't he now? Exactly. And
2: in, in when we put Saint up front on Thursday night, it's the same story. We're just lumping it along and hoping that he can be pacey and in and around a couple of defenders and cause some trouble. And Wilson's the same. Everything Wilson has to deal with is a battle for Wilson. There's mm. nothing we're technically... We're never really giving him a chance. Do, do you know what I mean by that? Um but with Saint, when you haven't got the ball as often as you're not going to have against Man City, sometimes you could, you know, can you really, can you really have someone like Saint in the team in that regard? Because you know you're not going to have the ball very often. You've got a left back playing who's not a left back, and you've mentioned that them just stick their winger bang on the line. You've got their full back bombing on for ninety minutes. It's pretty tough, I think, on Richie to have two to deal with all night. So yeah, yeah it's yeah. that definitely showed as well in in
1: the second half obviously we made the change it i know we're jumping like miles ahead here yeah, yeah, but we did yeah. we made the change at half time and, and Saint came on and that's that's when richie was really under 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 pressure i mean i i, I turned to you chris during in the the game i think well probably 20 minutes into the second half and i went saint hasn't touched the ball 20 hmm. minutes and he'd never touched the ball it just it had gone nowhere near him um yeah. He'd never gone looking for it or anything like that. He almost looked like he was just wandering around aimlessly, just just waiting for the ball to to appear at his feet. Which he did again, two wonderful we, we,
2: moments, like where when scored from. Like he did one he did way, after that, uh, wonderful moments. Um, yeah, he, he, he ran from the right hand side and just took loads. Well, not loads of players, but he you know he ran pretty much in a straight line. But he played a lovely pass through. I think it was Fraser who then tried to cross for Wilson that would have had a tap in. But yeah. credit to the goalkeeper, he read the play really well and. You know, we know he's going to have moments like that. I felt, um, well, I apologise, actually. I went right at the end of the game there. So, sorry, if we we'll go back to the start, the first goal is a shocker, um, an absolute shocker. So, me, me, your thoughts on the second goal? Obviously, I have my own thoughts. What was what was your thoughts on the second goal? If um, you
0: I've I've never, I haven't seen it back. So, oh, I'm okay. only going off of what I've saw in the ground. And from our angle, with obviously just like a um, strawberry corner side, it just looked like a fantastic strike for me. Um, but okay. I haven't seen it back, so I'm not sure if Debravka should do better. Obviously, De- you have. So
1: I, I'm I'm not pointing any fingers at Debravka there. Like I think it it is as you see, Chris, a very a very good strike. Yeah. But Lascelles <laughs> and Clark don't do themselves any, any favors.
2: So are you? But, so well, surprise. So Willick and Hayden, can can we just comment here that that's our centre midfield right? Willick was like a traffic cone, the way he went round Willick. Honestly horrific defending, right? I've never seen a player go around someone quite as easy as that. Honestly, I haven't. And uh, then Hayden comes across. I think Hayden maybe loses his feet. You know, like he slips a little slips. bit. He slips, yeah. He goes past two of them. He goes past them to them, not even there. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. And then... We'd, Mark, we'd actually been about...
1: speaking about... Uh, Willick hadn't again during the game, he just he constantly fell over, he was yeah, slipping, he slipping yeah. all over the place. And you yeah, right, yeah. Actually, actually, in the lead up to that goal, I thought he'd slipped again, but it wasn't, it was Hayden. Um, yeah. but but yeah, Willick just got left for dead, he just did a little oh. touch around him and he, he was gone. Um,
2: <laughs> and, but you like come say, on your point unlucky about the two center halves. I mean, Christ, you've got two center halves here, right, who aren't marking anybody, you've got a player coming towards him, and not one of them goes towards the player. I think yeah. the word Carragher kept using was engage. Not one of them, oh, as he said it here, uh, Carragher was slating. He, and he's correct, yes. None of them come out to engage the player. They allowed him to take him another touch and then another touch. And then actually leaned apart. The,
0: yeah. They leaned
2: apart. Both, <laughs> and they went the in the opposite Directions, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. Un, yeah. Unbelievable. And
0: poor like Moses Paul the ocean, was it?
2: Un- unbelievable. It was, and I know Rednap, I'm sure Redknapp was saying like, oh, you've got to credit the guy for scoring the goal. And do you know what it is? I'm going to say something now. If he if maximum picks up that ball right and beats two players and then smashes one in the top bin, I'd I'd be on my pants off. I, I, honestly, I'd be absolutely ecstatic. But when it's your own team and you see that goal go in, it's very easy to rip it apart. Like and it was just, it was diabolical in my opinion.
0: Mm. It just like like I said though, it's just obviously the the end product of that strike just oh, it's always it's always us it's always us that have these ball scored yeah,
1: against we hits it as well. He like kind, like you don't expect the ball to go the way it goes with the way. He, he kind of makes connection with it, but like I say, we we just it it was a brilliant turn to 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 lose Willick. Hayden's probably unlucky with with the slip, and then
2: but you've got to do better. You've got to do oh. better
1: as as as
2: a defence against. I think that. as as a, as a team. I, well, sorry, as a team. I mean, like well, there's four players there for me that need to do better. I totally understand Lascelles and Clark are to blame as well, by the way. But as a, as a unit, as a as a midfield and defence, I think you have to be much much better there. Um. That, when did the second goal go in? Was it about 20 minutes, maybe? I think maybe oh, 17, God. 20 minutes.
0: It, it must gonna... have been me, because like yeah, because obviously we we still had that penny shout in the first yeah. half when it was 2-0. Beca- so yeah.
2: Because I thought, truthfully, I didn't think we played that badly, you know. Other, than, no, we other than we didn't. I thought we were all right the first 20 minutes. I thought we were pressing them in the right areas. Joe Linton was absolutely magnificent the first twenty, thirty minutes. Yeah. Really, really good. Joe had a minute had they scored, mate.
1: A good chance as well before they scored their second.
2: The, the long shot like went past the post. Where he hits it
1: from the edge yeah. of the box and it just goes wide. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. that was a. It's uh, another one, really, really another game strike.
0: for me, where Joel in on is the standout player again. For there, there
2: was there was a few times where,
0: I totally agree. I totally agree. He, um, there was a few times
2: where certainly in the second half there was one where oh, we have being a really good run, good move. Sorry, right next to a usage and he just passed it straight at the opposition. I was like ah, oh. mm. but. But he didn't rest upon that, and, and he, again he chased back. Um, but I mean, he's playing centre midfield for for majority
0: of that game, and he was absolutely brilliant. He looked comfortable, didn't he? He looked really comfortable. He was, he was, he was controlling that midfield quite a bit. Where he was just getting the ball and looking up and thinking, "Right, I'm spraying it across here," then just moving the play that side of the field. Yeah. And and honestly, this will finally have we finally figured out his position now.
1: He looks good in there, doesn't he?
0: It doesn't look bad, does he? I mean, um, the thing that I've I mean,
1: let's let's face is... it. If if you put in a decent performance, you're gonna you're gonna stand out in that team
2: at the moment, anyway, aren't you? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think how physically looks for me is 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 brilliant. He's so physical, like strong players. Some players were just bouncing off him on on Sunday, like literally, he was holding the ball up against twos, threes. But he's he's got good feet, you know. And, and in fairness, and in, in fairness, yeah, we have even though we've been very critical of him at times. It definitely I have been the one thing I have said is that he does the sometimes the hard things really well like he'll take it on his chest he'll get it down he'll, he'll pass it to someone it's just them it's just them areas when he gets in the box because he had a chance where I think in the first half where Wilson got it he couldn't really get a shot off he'd give it to Joel and his first touch was, was quite well, it was poor and he lost it um, but I thought he was really good Joel, it I really mean did
0: yeah, I thought I thought Miggy as well. Like I thought he improved from last performance as well. Miggy, the thing with Miggy, um, yes, going forward he, he is pacing, but I'm still struggling to find what he's contributing to the likes of chances created because there's nothing really, is there? Nah.
2: yeah, his energy yesterday was phenomenal. I have to, yeah. let's, I have to be very, very, very fair here. Absolutely phenomenal energy, um. But there was two, maybe even three times that I remember off the top. Just now I'm thinking of the moments where his final ball was horrific. Um, mm. Really, really bad. Um, and I'm not sure that it'll ever, really, it'll ever really improve. I think he's been here long enough now. I, I'm not really sure we'll ever see that. Um, but the graft-wise and the work rate, his pace, his speed, his, his um, rushing opponents on the ball. Like he's, There was one right in front of you again where he chased all the way back. Nipped in front of him, he got a foul, and then the whole crowd obviously erupted for just yeah. how, how hard he had worked backwards. But I commented on, on this last week about Saint was getting a stick, and I was like, I understand Almaron gets praised, but Almaron's equally doing nothing going the other way. I know he's working hard backwards, and everybody loves that because he's working hard, but he's a right attacking midfielder, and it doesn't create a chance. So,
0: no, I'm, I'm with you, I'm with <laughs> you,
2: Lewis. It, it is, but it's
1: he is being asked to do it completely. He's not being asked to do to, to to be that that out and out like kind of a winger. He he did play more central out yesterday as well. So, um, probably probably more in a like a center center of midfield kind of position. Obviously with with Fraser, right, and Saint on the left when he came in. Um, he did play out on the right more of the first half, but I, I don't. But would what, what it, do you that, say
2: though, Mark? Would you say like if he if he's if he's running with the ball? saying, and, and the fans are excited, you know, fans are up, and he, he's not through one goal necessarily, but he, he's got a chance to make the right pass or perhaps have a shot. Do you truthfully have any faith that he'll find that pass or he'll, or he'll make the shot?
1: Not regularly, but because yeah, I don't, it's no, but, but I can I can say that about Saint as well. There's, the, I, may, I, can, may, I can look at yes, he'll run, he'll get me excited running at people, but. There's lots of times we're seeing run down those those dead ends. There's, running a, a, comment, yeah. like that. there's it's... a comment
0: here by Max. He says he's got no right foot, so he always cuts in and defenders read it every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw that in the first half where Maggie finds himself in the box and he has a chance to hit it with his right and he just does a loop just so he can get it back on, on his left and it, it comes yeah. to absolutely nothing.
1: Yeah. It takes a touch and cuts back. I think Miggie is,
0: is a sort of player that if, if he's in a decent side, a comfortable team where we are winning games... He's probably a great player to bring on off the bench, just to graft, basically. Um, but that's it. it,
1: it it's the, the same issues we've got both sides, isn't it? Is that you'd you'd love to just be able to, to put them on that pitch and say, don't worry about what's happening behind you. Just you get yourself forward and get attacked and, and and go and put their defence under under pressure, which is what the luxury Man City had to do. They just they just left those wide players just standing out wide and just said, "Don't you worry about what's happening behind you. That ball will come to you and just get on your bike when it does." But well,
2: I, I think you know I, we're being criticism of Almiron and even Sam it was agree in the final balls. But I mean, you you sit and watch Man City. I mean, Sterling's one of the most wasteful players I've ever seen play football. Honestly, and I mean that, he is so wasteful, but he gets. So many opportunities opportunities a game, whereas St Maxim gets the odd well, five runs a game that he's going to try and beat three or four men, or Almiron's the same. There was a few times in the first half where Almiron's picking the ball up and he's got five to beat.
0: Attention parents and students, we have an incredible exclusive offer from our friends at Pro Prep. This is the perfect study tool for university students undertaking science, technology, engineering, or maths related modules. It can even halve your study time. ProPrep provides bite-sized videos relevant to the module or course, which can be accessed from any device at any time. It has already helped over 500,000 students to pass their exams. They provide customized STEM study tools that match your syllabus. Long lectures are condensed into short and clear video tutorials. And after the videos can go through what you've just learned with interactive exercises and practice questions. So you'll be ready. You can even submit questions to the Pro Prep professors and receive a video answer within 24 hours. Pro Prep created a special offer just for our listeners. All you need to do is go to their website ProPrep.uk forward slash football for more information. And our listeners can even sign up for a free 30 day trial right now. No credit card or debit card information is required. That's P-R-O-P-R-E-P dot U-K slash football. ProPrep, the ultimate study tool. Now back to the show.
2: <laughs> it's just not, it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. We,
1: we, we're saying that, but they, they did do it. Because like, like you just said, even in that first half, I thought we were lucky to be going in two down. Um,
2: no, I we agree had, with
1: you there. We had the... The big chance will come, well, yeah. To so a huge token we'll, point. We'll, go, we'll, we'll
0: sure go, straight Mark, go straight in with Mark, go straight because obviously we're 2 0 down at this point. And Mark, me and you are sat complete opposite end to the ground hmm. to where that challenge is in, in the, the Man City box. And we know it's a penalty. There's, think... The only way that that's never going to be a penalty is if Fraser dives, because obviously we're not going to see it from where we are. But Clara's day he gets taken out, and yes, the Man City player had control of the ball, but when was that a rule? When when, when did that rule come in? It's, it's a penalty all day long, and yeah. uh, we were baffled, absolutely baffled in that ground.
1: I mean, I'm still, I still can't believe it, despite watching it back a million times, listening to professional, ex-professional referees, listening to ex-professional players, every single person has said, that's a penalty yeah. even like even Jesus. like Dermot Gallagher on Sky Sports who he hates to say that the referees are wrong he he turned around and said they got it wrong he then tried to justify why they've made the decision but he still yeah. said it was wrong and I mean this... like as you just said Chris we're at the opposite end we've we've probably got the perfect angle of the view because we're we're, we're right behind it as he's making that run he just goes up and
2: I don't know The ref whether, had the best view may I say Well, <laughs> he well I don't, really know, whether he is, really I don't know
1: whether he is slightly no. unsighted by the player in front there's no excuse for it there is a player just in front of him but he can still see past him he can still see it happening the only thing I can think of and I think this, this is this is what Jerry Gallagher said as well is that the their defender I think well, it was, was it Cancelo maybe he, he went away with the ball and then the keeper came across and wiped him out and he thought oh well because if they if they, they go away with the ball and the, it, they haven't got it under control that's when it's not a penalty but it's not as if even he, you know that he was running through with the ball or anything and then the keeper takes him you know so it's almost as if they've got two rules in the head got them mixed up but anybody with two eyes well not you don't even need two eyes you can have one eye and wear an eye patch and you still give that one as a penalty because it's just it's just so blatant man isn't
0: it so Dega, obviously you, you, you watched this on the TV there. So you had the, the joy of the commentary on there. So what was the, the verdict from, was it, was it Carragher? That was commentary? So
2: I, I always forget the name, sorry, of the actual commentator. Um, he normally does all the championship games, if I'm honest with you. So we'll probably hear a lot of them next season. He always <laughs> does the championship games. He's, 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 he's You'll know his voice. So he does every single championship game going. I forgot his name. He said cut, immediately that is a penalty, like categorically a penalty. The, the sort of the main commentator said, I think he was just trying to play devil's advocate. He was like, yeah, yeah, there's been contact, blah, blah, blah. But is it not because the player has run away with the ball? So there's no way Fraser can... Um, oh, that's right, of course it was. Don Goodman. Yeah, son, play, him. He obviously every game. And he said more penalty. I cannot understand that's not a penalty. Now, I thought, oh, well, I'm not worried because it'll go to VAR. Every, it'll be looked at. So I wasn't even worried, right? I was like, it'll be fine. It'll be all right. And then the longer it's kept on going, a player went down pretty soon afterwards for mm. quite a period of time. And Lascelles was obviously at the referee asking questions. And then the commentator came on and said, no, actually, it's uh, it's not being looked at. Because they got that wrong at the time. But in that moment, they said it's not being looked at. Um, I mean, for me, it's 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 unbelievable how that's not a penalty. So did, did it
0: go to Dega or not?
2: Well, they say it did, yes. And they came to the same conclusion that, um, can, was it was a Cancelo, was it? Sorry, was it? Was him? Wasn't it right Which, but, yeah. yeah, I think it I, was. I think yeah, it was. Um, that because he's running away with the ball, um, Fraser was never going to be able to interfere with that, that 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 ball or anything. So it doesn't matter. But to my point was okay then. So if Sterling's running past um, Murphy later on through, and am can Lascelles just punch um, anyone he wants. Because like, yeah. he's not interfering with playing, like that like you just well, you can't the ball
1: incident, isn't it? It's that it's of course that it kind, is. kind of there thing. Was a and
0: prime example. and what, what I said and Mark inside the ground there was like you get a corner, right? And a player gets his shirt pulled, nowhere near the ball whatsoever. Yeah. The ball could be going to the back end of the box and he's at the, the, the front post. If yeah. he's wrestled down on the ground or if he's pulled back, it's a penalty, even though he's getting nowhere near the ball. Yeah. So how yeah. how is that not? The same. Absolutely
2: right. Yeah, it's it's also similar. You know, when you, you see a lot of players do this, where they go around the goalkeeper. So the the, the one on the keeper, and they go around him, and the ball's going out for a Gone. goal kick. There's no chance that them can get that ball. But they make contact with the goalkeeper. Very similar to the way Fraser did, and it's a blatant penalty. I just, do you know, do you know, the referee getting it wrong, right? Is, is is bad enough? That's bad enough. But you know, all right, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he didn't see it. Maybe he wasn't even sure about the rule, right? But it, when that goes to VAR, and there's a collection of people in a room here looking at that, that is when it's it's absolutely out of order. Um, yep. And for, for me personally, and I really do mean this, they need football people as a VAR representative. I don't know who, I'm not saying she, but they need some kind of football person because I just do not believe the people in charge of that job know know. They don't know football. They just—they just clearly don't. How? It's the only incident I've probably seen in a long time where every single pundit or ex-pundit or anyone has agreed that that was a blatant penalty. Normally, there's always some so that'll say it wasn't. Mm. Every single person has said, "Did you watch the German?" Earlier, when you said German Gallagher, sorry, you on Sky Sports, Mark, yeah, yeah, you said that, yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah. So th- there was a very, very, very awkward silence after Dermot started. So yeah. stopped speaking, and it went back. He was, to he was the asking about
1: v- VAR, wasn't he?
2: Yes. Yeah, the guy with the white Leo. teeth, I don't know who he is. He he was literally in disbelief, like saying, What the hell? Like, how is that? I'm I'm I can't believe that wasn't a penalty. Now, in, in all fairness, right, would we have drew the game, would we have won it? We'll never know. I'm gonna say we probably wouldn't have. But that doesn't
0: matter. It is, of
2: course it is. But the, the point that it, it's it's Thursday night was the same. Thursday night we've got decisions going against her. And I am not tinfoil hat time, whatever it's got. I'm not saying that, but This is time and time and time again we're seeing bad decisions. And what me worry is here, and I mean this honestly, when we are playing Watford at home or we are playing Southampton and it's 1-1 or it's 0-0 and we need that fucking penalty, I'm really concerned we're not going to get the decision that we require uh, because I'm just seeing bad decisions. We
1: saw saw that with the penalty that we we did get, which you know it it seemed to take them 10 minutes to to award a penalty, which again on the face of it was very, very clear. so, it, which makes it feel like they're almost trying to to find a reason not to give it, rather than to to actually give it. Um, Scott, who's a, a member of the channel, who's he's in the he's in the comments there there tonight, sent me an interesting um, tweet earlier <coughs> today, um, which I hadn't I hadn't looked at that these stats, but it, it it makes for very very interesting reading. So, what he said was that this season Newcastle are sitting bottom of um of the leaks for var decisions for and against where we've had minus six var decisions go against us so we're sitting in it in a minus six so
0: is that including the likes of penalty appeals so
1: penalty appeals okay. get four and against offsides and stuff like that the next team above us um he didn't say who it is but i'm, I'm assuming it's again it's somebody going to be down down the bottom there's on minus three decisions. So we've had double the amount of decisions given against us versus the next bottom of the league. And then you compare it to the top, Spurs are sitting with in a plus four situation. So they've had four more given than against That's um, four in, in that four yes and that big yeah, so it's wolves. So he's just he's just popped popped in the comment there. That's wolves. That's the one above. Oh, um, yeah. and then you've got Arsenal, which is on plus three, and Chelsea on plus two. So just looking at the just those <clears> figures, <throat> you're looking at the, the people that are sitting at the top of the league, are the ones that are getting these results in their favour. The ones that are down at the bottom struggling, us wolves they are there, thereabouts, we're getting them given against us on a on a total. Now again, I'm not saying this is a conspiracy or anything like that, but it. It just seems that there's a lot of decisions going against this. It does seem to happen when when you are in and around the bottom of the league that things don't go your way. But the 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 key thing that you were saying there, Decker, about VAR is that this is this is meant to be there to use to to help help the, the referees, help the assistants, um, make sure that they're getting decisions right. It's not there to re referee the game or anything like that, but when you see something as clear as that, then surely you've got to send them over over to the monitor to have a have another well, look
0: at it.
2: Yeah, that's the great point, that as well. Because I, I actually thought that, I thought, you know, it's like, let's say VR, you know, they don't necessarily say to the referee, you've got that 100% wrong and it's a penalty. At least get them over to the monitor. And in his ear, I go, right, let's have a look at this together. And is that a put? And the referee might look at it again and go, actually, you know, it's God, it was. i missed that. And that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. Like, you, or he, you, he could you know, equally
1: say, no, no, I, I think he. I, it, it doesn't matter there because of this. This has think, happened. We don't. I think don't even have if he
0: looks at that, I think even if he goes over at the month and looks at that, if he hasn't gave a penalty because the the Man City player has got control of the ball, he's not going to change his mind because exactly. the player yeah. still got no. control of the ball. Um, it's just that's where it needs to be taken out of that referee's hands. And those running beyond it you go. It, it doesn't matter what your opinion is on right now. We are telling you by letter of the law that that is a penalty.
2: As I've said, Chris, I said this last week or even the week before. I never, I very, very rarely see VR overturn a ref's decision because what I'll say to that is, if the referee had a given that as a penalty, I don't believe VR would say, "Well, Cancelo's running away with the ball." Not a chance. The wouldn't. Not a have. chance. And that's where VR's wrong because VR, for some reason, will it'll just agree with the ref. Really, it'll just agree with the ref every time. It's just.
0: So just, just on the back of, obviously, that the stats that Mark's been saying and obviously the discussion that we've just been having, Luke Edwards put on uh, this morning, I think it was, that Newcastle ought to make a formal complaint about the refereeing standards after the controversial decisions in defeats against Leicester, Liverpool and Man City. So the club are obviously putting a formal complaint and nothing will happen with that. Nothing whatsoever. But... I think without obviously putting a tinfoil hat on there and, and thing like a conspiracy, but it's it's obvious decisions for the likes of a football fan. And and like we said, that that one against Man City, we haven't saw a single person apart from Pep Guardiola saying that it's not a penalty and it just Pep speaks said it of was, volume, Apparently, yeah. Well, he he,
1: what, but why he gave his reason as to why it wasn't a penalty is what the referee okay. said the reason wasn't given. So is that because Cancelo went away with the ball? If that's the
0: other way around, if that's... A, if that's 100% he's all day for a penalty. All it's day. It's a penalty. And the yeah. same what against the same Liverpool, when Fraser went down, if that's the other way round, if Salah goes down, it's a penalty all day long.
2: I, I do need to, and I shouldn't because, you know, it's, it's in the past, but here, had Klopp at the weekend here, absolutely crying to his mum about this referee and how bad the officiating is. Where the fuck was he on Thursday night, can I say? Where was he on Thursday night? I've seen how bad the officials were. Honestly, I was boiling my pistols into him today, really was boiling it like because he was moaning on about the refs, this and that. And don't get us wrong, Kane is a disgrace, he should have been sent off. But it's unbelievable that managers are so blinked at, aren't they? Like, because mm. as you say, if that had to happened to Jesus, say against us, he would have been gone mental pep on the sideline.
0: It's just, do you, just know, cool do you know what, what it is say, like, just be honest, if you're a manager, right, and, and the, you've already got the result. If that was me, I'd come out and say, Yeah, we've got away with that one. 100%. 100%. Like, it's 100%. not gonna change anything. <laughs> I I don't understand why they've got a lie.
2: I I cannot understand why why they do that, but yeah, we It's, it's, that, it's that old Venga, no like isn't it? If
1: I didn't see it, that's the Yeah, Wenger. which saying, Klopp, yeah. which yeah. I am sure Klopp came out with well, no, it wasn't Klopp, <laughs> sorry, it was um the Spurs manager. He came out and with the old line. I didn't see it. Conte he came out came out and so he, he, he didn't see it at the time, he wouldn't need to see the replay. So, but like, like the problem that we've got with VAR as well is these are the these are the same people that are refereeing the game. If they're not on VAR, the the referee in the game. If they're not refereeing, they're on VAR. Now these referees all go through exactly the same training, all go on exactly the same courses. So, they, sh- they if they're told one thing of how to how to judge something, they'll all judge it in that way. The problem is, think, is, we don't I see that. Happening. It, we don't though. see that consistency.
0: I think it was Decker that said it though, and it's a great point that how many is it? Three referees monitoring these, or three officials monitoring VR decisions thereabouts. So why not have the likes of a referee involved? Yes, but also people that have played the game. So have yeah. a, a, a player on there and have a goalkeeper in there as well, just for their opinions. Or well, why not one? just
1: why why don't ex professionals? become officials? Why can't an ex-player once to retire look into uh, officiating and become refereeing? Because it'll, you've got to know the rules of the game, right? that That's why the referees are paid professionals. I'm using that as a very, very loose term, but they are. They're paid professionals. They're paid to do that job. They're paid very well. So they, they're there to know the rules of the game, to know what's meant to happen, how it's going to go. What they don't have is, is what you're saying, the understanding of the game, how you know how how the player when players react and all that kind of thing. So you need to merge those two together. So whether that is like you're saying, Chris, having a having a, a referee there and also having an ex-professional, somebody that's played the game, come into that consensus, or you, you amalgamate and have that somebody that's played the game to a decent level. That then you
0: know, rather than going coaching badges mate. and stuff like that, you're never going to have a player come come and referee a game after the career has ended because obviously. The wages they're not going to get anywhere near as what they are, and they don't have to. Like,
1: I mean, you're you're thinking, you know, looking at top level Premier League players, even mm. Championship players don't. Yes, there's 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 a percentage of them that that earn very very good money. Hey, referees are still paid paid a canny a canny yearly salary, you know. So
2: mm. it's... how Mike Dean does, Mike? De- how on earth oh. I just I can't stand that man, you know. Yeah. I kind of. Well, he'll be,
1: the, the, the ironic thing is, is he'll be what the, probably the highest paid one. Yeah,
2: I think he is, isn't he? I mean, obviously, I know I made the point of like a, a football a footballing person being in them four walls to to maybe offer an opinion or certainly hear what the refs are saying. You know, so when you know them 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 say to that player, right, well, we're doing this decision because of that reason. It would be interesting to see what a, a person with a football mind or a football background would have on that. Mm-hmm. At the same token, at the same token. You can only begin to imagine fans' paranoia of who's in that room. And, yeah, you know, if it's Rio Ferdinand, God, he doesn't want to have a pull to win. Or whatever, you know, you'd have to pick and choose your moments on, on who you've got in, of course. But I, I, honestly, I generally, honestly, stand by the statement that there needs to be someone with a football background in there making, helping with
0: decisions. That's that's a great shout by Scott as well, a member of the channel there. The one that gave Malky stats earlier on says, would you welcome bringing in European referees? It's a shout. It is a shout, but just because, obviously, the European referee doesn't mean that's going to be any better. Um, The thing is, the likes of VAR isn't the problem because VAR works. we see it work. Obviously, Man City's goal, which got ruled out for offside, obviously that gets given. So it does work, but it's the people doing it, and it's always going to be opinion-based, and unfortunately, the, the penalty we could sit here all night long and tell everybody watching and agree with everybody watching and listening that, yes, It's a penalty, a stormwater penalty. And majority of the top clubs would have probably had that handed to them on a plate. But when you're like Newcastle United and you're down the bottom of the table, we've got to create our own luck. We have to because we're not going to get anything like that. And it's probably going to go on for the rest of the season where we're always going to be fighting an uphill battle. And this is going to be Newcastle United for a long time, unfortunately. There's, there's
1: ways and means to help with the situation. I mean we need to look at the, the transparency of, of the of the referees and and assistants. The we don't know why they make decisions. They aren't interviewed after the game. They can't be questioned on on the key decisions that they've made, which which leads to speculation. Um, they, they don't wear mics or anything like that. So there you go. They're p- perfect timing. They, where, whereas in some of the leagues, we're seeing it in, in the A-League, we know that it works over there. The decisions are made. It works perfectly well in in rugby league. They're all mic'd up. You can hear what the decisions are, the conversations that are happening between VAR and between the on the field officials. And you, you get an understanding. Now, you might you might still not agree with with the decision that you're making, but at least you understand why they've came to that decision. They're given their reasons and then that gives you something to, to to dissect, whether you think it's 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 right or wrong. Um, another thing that we see is in, in the. Um, in the MLS. So they they every week they they do like a, a in fact I'm sure you can get it on YouTube like basically a show where they look at the the um basically the refereeing and, and the, they do the same. They talk through all of the decisions so you get to hear all of the key incidents that they've um that, that they've officiated over and the why they've made the decisions that they've they've done from the horse's mouth. So you again you're not seeing it there and then but at least you then can understand after after the event why it's why it's happened
0: i think it's a shout mark and and we've discussed this plenty of times i think over the years because we always seem to obviously be on the back of these sort of decisions obviously if you go back to the championship season with matt ritchie that penalty fiasco under rafa as well um i think burn yeah so i think yes we all sit here and say it'd be great to hear the referee afterwards it doesn't even have to be immediately after the game Get 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 them on like some sort of Sky Sports thing or something like that, and explain why they've made those decisions. And and yeah, it, it, well, I would appreciate it and hearing it from them. But the reason why they won't do it because a lot of the time they'll be admitting that they've fucked up, and that's why they're not going to do it.
2: Yeah, I think I think that's also true. And, and what I was going to say was is I think a lot of them might be scared to do it live. You know, after the game, and because mm-hmm. I think you know it's very easy for us, any fan, to sit there and judge. People judge managers quite, or even players, when they've, you know, they've just played a match and yeah. they get interviewed straight after. And to be honest with you, a lot of the times I forgive what they say because you're in the moment. Right? I'd be pissed off loads of times, right? And I would say something I'd probably regret. And I know you have got to be professional and all the rest of it, but as a referee, they may not feel comfortable. So what I would say to a referee is don't worry, it's not going to be live. We'll even do a pre-recorded. And he has the five questions I've got for you. Get your answer ready, and we'll see you later on. And it it gives them time to to come up with the answer if that's what they want to do. But I I also think though it would be equally as frustrating because let's just say tomorrow, tonight, sorry, apologize. Yesterday's decision. The answer would have been why you're giving it or oh, because our players run away with the ball and Fraser wouldn't have gotten it. It, it, it. That, that was the answer. And that's the answer we would have gotten. And it wouldn't have made me feel any better whatsoever. I um, think in that, deck
0: they, they yeah. could possibly get an example where the referee could have has gave the penalty, an incident mm-hmm. like that where a player's never going to get the ball and say, But this occasion you gave it, so why is this one different to that one? Yeah, well, and, then they're the because then, as you say, exactly. they
2: have to then it's all holding their hands up. And I think, but Marty I think I think, makes
0: what's... A great point here though, Digger. Uh, you say, <coughs> see, says as a manager I can't even criticize a referee without being holding and fined. How did that ever happen? So, yeah. when a manager is being honest and speaking the truth, so if Eddie Howe comes out and say, uh, Was it Mike Dean yesterday? No, it wasn't, it was another one, Who no, was that,
2: it? it was, um.
0: I forgot his name, sorry. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. I were I free? Yeah. Yesterday, yeah. It was my team was Thursday. It. Yeah, Mike Dean was a Liverpool game. I can't remember. Yeah. But let, it was uh, there,
1: let... Tierney was at the Liverpool game. I can't
0: remember. Because me- that, that just reminded us,
1: Klopp, Klopp was actually made well-known a lot ones. of comments about about Tierney and said he's not going to give us anything. So you can guarantee... As, as Marty's just saying there is Klopp, Klopp will get fined because he's had a good Tierney and named him and said what's he's wrong not going to give that. us anything but
0: what's wrong with that let's say if Eddie Howe comes out let's just take that Liverpool game for example and say that like, Mike Dean got it wrong <clears throat> he should be doing better that's 100% of the penalty the refereeing decision was wrong it was a disgrace Yeah. what is wrong with him saying that because it's correct it's honest I totally
2: yeah. agree. It's, 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 it's another way. It's another way for the FA to be in their little their big castle and just hide away from the truth. They just it's it's ridiculous. Really, it really is, isn't it. it's it's it is wrong that you can be so. You know, you think of all the all the pressure that that managers and players are under, especially teams down the bottom. The the manager house isn't, but I mean, other managers' jobs are at riskier. Your job is at risk that you could mm-hmm. get sacked here on a decision that is it totally incorrect. So in fairness, if the, if the decision is incorrect and blatantly incorrect, you've got every right to kick off. You've got and every right to say what you feel. And, and no, that's why referees it's uh, got a
0: hard job. They've got an absolutely a really, really difficult job. But this yeah. is why VAR is there, to help them get the yeah. right decisions. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. And that's where it's even more frustrating. That's why I'm more annoyed about it. I mean, how many decisions have we seen in the past before VAR where we go, fuck the referees, whop, mm. blah, blah, blah. Well, or the linesman's wrong. But when you've actually got... Physical video evidence to try and prove something is wrong or right, and you're still getting it wrong. What what chance have you got? Just to
0: bring the mood up a little bit, uh, Joe McLellan puts in the the comments there that Craig Pawson was the referee doing VR yesterday. and Guess who is our manager, uh, our referee against Man United? The very same person.
1: (laughs) Well, we don't get it, we don't get off there talking about VR because the third goal went to VR, didn't it? Yeah, for the uh, for the offside decision, which uh, it it just just sums things up, doesn't it? But um... it's,
2: a, it's such a soft goal, here, isn't it? I mean, when when you see a goal like that go in, you think we could concede five or six a game if that if that's the standard of defending we've got to offer here, we're in big trouble. Like it is Odeca. It's I, such a soft. I think
0: soft... right now, and obviously yeah. we found out today. Apparently, I don't think it's official yet, but if a club has thirteen fit players and a goalkeeper then they will be asked to go play ahead. the Premier League games and the games will go ahead. I'm not sure that there's been God knows how many games called off over the last week, really. Yeah. Why were those games called off and and why now are they saying, oh, actually, if you can field 13 players, then it's going to go ahead. It, right now, it, it's given some teams an unfair advantage, really.
2: I'm, I'm actually surprised because they had a big meeting, haven't they, about all that? All the Premier League clubs got Today, together. Yeah, apparently. And yeah. I'm, I'm either, I can't imagine the vote being in agreement for that decision, if I'm honest. I can't, I can't I, imagine I, you know, that.
0: Teams... I don't, by, by what we're reading, it, was. it doesn't look like there was a vote. It's basically the Premier League saying, yeah. no, no, we, we yeah. are ruling this one. But yes, the government could come out and overrule that and say, no, no, yeah. like no sports, blah, 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 blah. blah. But I, I don't. Personally, I'll, I'll put my neck on the line. I wanted a handful of games to get postponed, but that was just for selfish reasons, just so we can get the January transfer window here before we, we yeah. play those games. That was me just being selfish for Newcastle United. I can well, see why the Premier League yeah. want to go ahead with them because you've got World Cup coming up and it's yeah, just yeah. going to have a knock on effect. And when will it ever stop? Yeah, no, I, I do agree with
2: you there. I, I think, wait, I'm looking on the. If you if you look away from our little selfish view of like well can we just get the January and all the rest of it we've, we've talked about that but if you imagine we're going in against Southampton or Watford or even Everton these games we've got coming and you say Wilson's out saying out, Miggie's out Debravkas out we're fucked well absolutely we're
0: fucked with them in the team now well exactly exactly
2: so I was just throwing four names that I feel are better players and. That's in, that's incredibly unfair, incredibly unfair. I, I don't, and every every club will have the same opinion. I mean, Southampton will name four of their players and go well. If we haven't got these, we shouldn't be able to play. But I think that's such a stupid decision to just go well. If you if you've got thirteen for players, you're fine. That's just that's just that's
0: like kids football, to be quite honest. It's a Good job uh, we put four four goalkeepers in that twenty five man squad, is not it? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. Um, if, if anybody's so got any questions send them in we'll, we'll go for for another 10-15 minutes there so um, mm-hmm. just fire them across and we'll go through as many as possible um, Scott says 13 players what happens with head injuries? <laughs> and, and then <laughs> talking point where over the yeah. game, I think, got stopped twice against Man City because Man City players went down holding their heads. Um, <gasps> it's just once again, and, and we haven't even touched on that at the VAR decisions and things like that, where the referee at that Liverpool game, it's he has to stop playing. Mike Dean, he sees it, even though he said that he well, didn't you know, say it, he sees it.
2: What's funny, I was driving back from the Liverpool game on Thursday and I said, I, I don't think I've seen live worst decisions other than the Burton penalty the one was mm. just just there. But I mean collectively the worst decisions I'd seen in football was on that Thursday and I didn't even have to wait two days until I seen arguably a worse one I mean that's that's <laughs> unbelievable isn't it so unbelievable to say that isn't it
1: and they both keep an our game
0: well, well of course yeah, of course, course not Newcastle we'll have any decision any bad <laughs> decision <laughs> so out, uh, Matthew Murphy says are you guys still set on Debravka not being replaced I think he's been poor of late um I'll go straight with this one because it, it was me um, defending Dubravka uh, on social media against uh, NUFC 360. It was one of the admins saying that Debravka needs replaced. To me, Dubravka is not our concerns right now. Far from it. I think there's other areas on the field that need huge improvements. And Debravka he's a decent keeper. Of course, he is. he's got a mistake in him. Every single keeper has a mistake in him. But yeah, would you want to Get a better goalkeeper than Debravka? Of course you would. Of course you want to improve every single position to get better players, because that's how football works. But for me, I think it's harsh to see Dubravka as being poor of late, I think. When you've got that absolutely horrific defence in front of you, there's not much you can do. He, he still pulled off two, two
1: fantastic saves yesterday. Um, and, and he's, he's won us four, many, four more games than he's, he's lost. Yes, he's, he's prone to mistakes. You know, shows a goalkeeper that that isn't we saw that with with uh, man city's keeper yesterday he didn't have the greatest of games but again i, I get in something we didn't mention he pulled off a, a world class save from wilson's header um, yeah, in the totally in the yeah. second half which was which was flying in um but there was only times where his kicking was poor and, and things like that but it, it's a pressure position it's a position where especially when you as you've just said chris playing in front of a Sorry, behind a back four like we've got at the moment, where you're getting peppered left, right, and centre with shots, where you're gonna you're gonna come in for a, a lot of exposure, um, and I'm 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 a lot more confident having him between between the sticks than I am certainly Darlow and and Woodman. Um, is he is he the answer long term? No, if we can go out and you know become a. Become a Man City, become a Chelsea, become even Arsenal, who, who go out and you can buy the the best keepers that are that are that are out there and available at that it at that time. We'll do that. But we're a million of miles away from it at the moment and and Dubrovka is a is a is a good a good good keeper for me.
2: I, I probably I, echo everything you yeah. just said, to be honest. I, I think um some of the games that he's played, I mean some of the saves he did yesterday were unbelievable. There was one he did from a header from point-blank range which was absolutely outstanding. And as a shot-stopper, he's almost unrivaled as a shot-stopper. I, I don't know there's many better than him. The problem is he has to save five, six, seven, eight a game. That's a problem. The one area that he's nowhere near as good as I thought he was, and maybe i give him too much credit, was his distribution and his actual ability on the ball. Mm. I thought when he first came, I'm going to point at my United at home again, where it was the greatest debut I've probably ever seen from a goalkeeper. He looks unbelievable on the ball. You know, rolling it along his studs, finding a ball, finding a pass. I, do, I don't I do see that at all at the moment it, 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 now. Um, his distribution in Liverpool was horrific to the point where I actually thought he might be injured. Had a bit of a, some problem because his kicking was just so poor. But it's just, I mean, look at the goal that like, the score when the heads were down. He's, he still saves the first attempt. Unfortunately, it goes straight to John and he scores. Um, I think it's probably the same
0: thing. Distribution, it, it's... It's shaky at oh, best. Shaky. It, it is shaky. And, and like you said, a great example when the cells pass the back and then you try to pass it back to the cells and just goes nowhere near him, goes out for a corner. Poor, but bro. to me, I think it always comes down, like Mark said, that, that pressure situation that the like, keeper finds himself in. And having that back four once again, which is a championship back four at best. And I, I think another touching point on Dubravka is when he collects the ball, if he comes in the six-yard box and collects it, picks it from a cross or a corner, he does try to get that ball out pretty quick. But to me, there's so many players with back to ball that just don't want to take it out of defence for me. There's, mm-hmm. there's not many people or players confident enough to do that, which well, means you... the has then just got to lump it. Yeah, I I
2: definitely agree with you there. I think as well, you see to draft sometimes... <laughs> Almost going to bowl it out, like start the move after he's like, Oh, actually, you're a bit under pressure. Whereas Shelby, Mm -hmm. um, and Saint necessarily, but definitely Shelby, he will give Shelby the ball when he's under a bit of pressure because I think he believes Shelby will be okay. But would you want to pull it out, Lacelles? Would you want to give it to Clark? Would you want to give it to Hayden necessarily under pressure? I know I wouldn't. I'll be honest, I wouldn't. So,
0: because you mentioned Shelby, there, I'll come to you, Mark. Huge miss, and I don't think I'd ever say that. Huge miss, absolutely huge miss in that midfield. Love it, yeah. There, Chris. See that again. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's,
1: we we know he's okay. he's he's one of the most comfortable on the, on the ball. Probably, you know, the the most comfortable on the ball in in the in the team. Um, I, I haven't seen anything said as to the, as to why he was was missing, unless I've injury. Just
2: picked in the injury, in I think. I <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't a bad one, but it was like a strain or, or, or a precautionary said, sort of... It yeah. said he
0: was injured and somebody else I picked up a knock and they said that non-COVID related. That's what they said when the club released right, yeah. it. That's right,
1: yeah. So hopefully it's it's not going
2: to be, you know, two, two Was that series. illness?
0: Did, um, was somebody out because of an illness? Was that not Shelby? I don't
2: think it was. Like. I read it. it
0: was but, another player that said illness and then it said non-COVID related next I to it. I'm not know. sure who it was.
1: It's probably exhaustion of the amount of work he's actually done in the last couple of weeks. He <laughs> hasn't been used to it for the last... 15 years of his career.
2: Um, One of the, no, I'll, I'll the next question. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll
0: come to you, mate. Um, so yeah, yeah. Stu says, it, um, is it realistic to sign good players on loan to buy deals if we stay up? Um, I, I know there was a lot of people that saw Wijnaldum for, for grabs recently. Is, is somebody like Wijnaldum, that's somebody that you're in on loan with the potential to buy? Like that sort that's, of player, that's at a top team. That's not getting game time. I don't necessarily mean why Alden, but his situation where he's a decent player, just not getting the game time.
2: I'd, I'd go and drive over to Paris now, honestly. I would I'd, and bring him over. I mean, th- th- this call the call borders him. are closed in France because of COVID. Uh, they'll, they'll let us in. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, a player of that uh, that uh, stature and that that much quality. I mean, God Almighty. I mean, <laughs> you know, he's, he's not going to come to us, is he? But I, I, too, I totally take the point. I mean. There's Lingard's another one. Even Rednap mentioned Lingard on Sky. Again, so saying should Lingard's. That we
0: should go and get, yeah. he?
2: So he, he, you know, no offence. They normally don't say things as clear as that if they don't know some kind of rumbling. Um, if I'm being brutally honest, though, if I had to try and be negative about the window, I would be happy if we just sorted the defence out and didn't strengthen a single other area. I'm going to look at the, the the glass sort of half full here. They're half, mm. half empty. Half Whereas I know people want Lingard, they want another striker, they want a left back. We're all going to get Trippier. Trippier looks like he's done right. Come on, you know we're, really, we're seems, going to see It seems like, that
0: yeah. way. Yeah. Because you mentioned Trippier, there's a few questions uh, about Trippier came in. A lot of Newcastle fans turn the noses up at the likes oh, of it's, Trippier coming along. Absolutely England, England. baffling. This is what money has done to her. It's real, England, it's made yeah. some fans be like, "Nah, he's not good." And if, we've got Emil there at the minute,
2: it's unbelievable. You've got we're playing Jacob Murphy there. That's who we've got. That's the answer here. Mm. So you, you've got an England national who has just been working with Diego Simeone for God knows how long, right? Okay, a fantastic defensive-minded coach who can obviously definitely been coaching him well. The guy is unbelievable at set plays, set pieces, dangerous free kicks, corners and stuff. Got bags of experience. I, 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 Mind boggles. The mind boggles if people don't want him in. It's unbelievable.
0: It's unbelievable. He's linked with some, some teams in the Champions League as well, mate. So if, if Newcastle managed to pull this one off, credit oh, to them.
2: Unbelievable, mate. Unbelievable. And, and, that, and that would be... Oh, it's just an unbelievable... I want a statement of intent, but it's certainly a statement of like quality intent. It's not just wasting money either. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. He would be an amazing... In my opinion, I know people are on about his age and stuff like that, but listen, for me, you get him in the door. If, if it's possible, you get him in. But to go back to me that point, is like everybody's on about Lingard, Dele Alli possibly. There was a strike I heard mentioned the other day and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I'd, I'd take them all. But he's going nowhere in January. Oh, well, there we go. So he's off yeah, the cards. Yeah, apparently,
0: apparently Lingard said the day that he's going nowhere in January, but... Yeah, but we'll, but we'll
2: for, for for me for personally, I still would love a centre midfielder. I have to throw that one in there. But if we could strengthen the entire back line, to, to imagine you could get not four yards. I mean the the, the stature or caliber of players of tripias across your back four in January. You take that, and we, we, I would still be comfortable. We've got enough at the top end of the field to cause trouble. I still believe we have. I really do. Um, it's just defensively, we're just shipping goals left, right, and centre. Shipping. If, goals if we, we can there. get if we can get
1: our back four. Organised and strong, it gives it gives you that foundation to, to, build on, doesn't it? And not not have to worry. And then you know, as as we said earlier on in in, in this podcast, that, that it allows those players that we want further up the field just to concentrate on that to get forward to to look after the attacking business end rather than having to worry about what's going on behind them and constantly having to track back and and all of that kind of thing. So,
2: um, I, I seen Shane's point there about was... Delhi Ali there, um, just obviously. I know I've been very because I don't like him. To be honest, I've you know I've said this to you many times. However, well however, known
0: that you don't like Deli Ali Decker.
2: Yeah, uh, I noticed a comment there about his performance yesterday and consistency, something he does struggle with. But again, I mean, Alex Ferguson said he was a player that he he was. There's Gaza Shira and Deli Ali was the three players that he wished he had, had managed. There's a player there, There is a player there. But my concern would be if you can't if you can't him as a player if he can't produce or want to produce at a club like Tottenham. Is he going to want to come up here and and really want to do well? I, I'm I'm not so sure personally. Um, yeah,
1: that, that's where attitude comes in massively, isn't it? You've got to be yeah. able to 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 come into there, be up for the fight, want to, you know, play for the team. So yes, in the in the loan market, I think it is probably our our best avenue because not only does it does it protect us, it protects the player because if the the worst is to happen and we do get relegated, then the players you know some of them aren't wanting to go and to stick around so if they can come and just say well we'll stay till the end of the season if if we stay up with them we can reevaluate it if you go can go down I can walk away it's 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 a win-win situation for them there's a there's less risk there it's um, be from, from both sides it's
0: very very difficult um transfer window for Newcastle United because obviously the position that we're in um clubs selling players know that our pockets are deep very very deep so I've got a, I've got a horrible feeling about this one. That most likely we're probably going to have to shop abroad. Uh, you can see say it coming. I can't imagine any of the rivals looking at selling players to us. The shouts for Connor Cody. I would love Connor Cody at this football club. Of course I would. I think he would have a similar sort of impact that uh, Morgan had for Leicester, just being that leader and basically dragging performances out of average players um, and and. I will mention this before about Lascelles. To me, we we need a change from from bottom right the way to the top with that squad. And club captain is one of them for me as well.
2: It is. I I don't know if someone put it on, but I, I would take Nathan Aky in a heartbeat. Ackie, yeah, hundred hundred percent. If he's available, I don't know if he is or not. Like, um, but he he. I mean, God, I mean, he he's not would getting just, the game, is he? Oh, so comfortable on the ball. How was work with him before? I mean, he went to Man City for what was it, fifty million or something like that. The, mm. the guy's an are, are, are absolute talented footballer. Um, don't get us wrong; he has a mistake in him. He has a mistake, in him, but uh, as we touched on Magokio, every player has a mistake in him. That's just what it is, right? But uh, he would be tremendous. It really, really would. And Connor Cody would be brilliant as well. And to go to Yerlesell's point, I mean, <sighs> he's just not good enough, is he? It's just, he's just not good enough. I mean, he, he's. I, I th- th- haven't said all that. Haven't said that, right? Could I don't think it would be. But I'll try and be nice. Let's say you got Atley in there, you got Connor Cody. Would Woodlassels become a better defender because he's got someone stronger alongside? For example, did he look better because he had Lejeune alongside him? The times when he looked decent, uh, you know, I, I'm not so sure. But could a could a could a could a better right back who was playing alongside Lasells and then a, another centre half make mm. Lasells a better player? I, I don't know, but you know, um, for I, me, I still believe the full four me, need to change the whole four.
0: That that ship sealed for me now. Like I yeah. think, I think there's, there's no way back from Lasells. I think if if he isn't replaced in January then he'll be replaced in the summer
2: yeah I would agree There, yeah I would agree yeah
0: how many weeks how many weeks do a city and say the defence needs change and it's every single one of those defenders every single one of
2: them do do you think as well that that brings a lot of pressure on them because them know that them will know that level like Trippier, sorry, uh, Murphy and Lord Trippier coming gone to You will know that. They know mm. they're conceding thirty yard goals a season. They know that uh, so far this season. They know everybody's opinion is when he gets strength and defense you, I just feel as if the, some of the players must go on there as a defender. thinking think fucking hell, my yeah, day, but, my days are numbered.
0: I would imagine that a lot of those players would be happy to play a second fiddle. Well, possibly, possibly. If know,
1: if, if 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 they are, we don't want them at the club because if you if you have enough belief in your ability. You will look at that as a challenge, right? You want to you want to bring another right back in, then they're going to have to get me out of the team. I'm going to play like this. I'm going to play like that. They've got to get take my position off me. Now, if they don't have that attitude or they don't don't have the performances to back them up, then get them out of the team. Simple as that. Mm. It, if if you are good enough, you stay in the team.
0: I think the only one which I'd be happy at uh, keeping. Uh, I'm, I'm not torn about starting, but potentially it is probably Lewis. I still think that there's there's something left to, for Lewis to give, and to well, you, you... yeah, you've still got a squad, haven't you, mate? You've still got a yeah.
2: squad, you know what I mean? So I totally agree that you would maybe buy another the left back, whoever it may be, and Lewis would be the backup, and maybe them two just jostle for that position, then fight it out, and mm-hmm. the better player over the months to come gets the position. That's that's just yeah. the way it is, you, you know. And that's what and you, you want you've... competition, yeah. Of course you do. Of course you do. And like right back, I mean, who? So you're going to have Trippier, Mattis, Manquillo, Craft, for Mankeo example. Mankeo one, one of them. Kraft. You can't have three right backs, can you? Well, you, you can, but I mean, let's be fair. A club like us probably isn't, because um, we're not in that many competitions. But maybe is that Craft's Day's number? Is that Manquillo's day number? You,
0: know, you, yeah. you don't know. But so uh, it was actually Manquillo who was the other player who had an illness that that who missed the game. Uh, yeah. Um, no. But it's it's like I said, it's it's going to be difficult and difficult for a lot of reasons in January. I'm confident that we'll bring players in. I've, I've got no concerns about bringing players in. Um it's just what sort of player we can attract at this moment in time. I, well, I key key,
1: key to who, who we're going to bring in is do they fit into how Eddie Howe wants to play? Because you know, as much as much as as I think Connor a, a a great defender, a great leader, is he the type of player that's that would fit into Eddie Howe's um preferred centre back? For me, probably not because he isn't as comfortable on the ball. He isn't as comfortable playing out from the back. He's certainly better than what we've got there. I, I, I'm not mm. denying that. <coughs> but from a from a way of being able to pick that ball up from Dubravka, be comfortable on it, take it forward, find a pass, and that kind of thing, he he's not on that list.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, I probably agree with you there. I, I did want to comment. I don't know if anyone has in the comments because I can't see them about. Um... Dan Ashworth from Brighton the technical director obviously yeah. we, we're in talks with him to speak to yeah. Today, yeah. we've
0: been yeah. given um, permission to speak to permission him. Yeah. and we've
2: getting um, Liverpool's um, like guy as well isn't uh, it? sports scientist guy wasn't it yeah, yeah. yeah analysis yeah um, is that the one Paul Merson was saying we haven't got a clue about was it him because um, we've we'll given him a higher role haven't we we'll we've given him a higher yeah he got promoted was it him
1: so he, he got promoted the, the Liverpool yeah he, he, he was a and, and a lot analyst at Liverpool, and he's now yeah. came in to take the the senior role here. So
2: something like that, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And because Klopp, Klopp mentioned that, saying, "Oh, like he goes and he goes well," and it was a it was a higher position, you know, it was a yes. progressive mm-hmm. position. That's why yeah. he's gone to thing. and, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it was Murden that was having a go. But you know, the, the, what I'm trying to get, sorry, the point is, is the pieces in the jigsaw, so they're getting the players, the, sorry, the, the people that they want in place. Which again, I think is a positive. And this guy from Brighton, for example, comes with a great reputation. Yeah. So. So, so fill in desks that's, that's really on the. Yeah, filling desks are,
1: Well, let's what, what's to say he's the answer? He could just be one in, in a. You know, in a line of interviews that they're wanting to do, we know they did this process with the with the manager. I assume they've done it with the for the 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 sports scientist role as well. So, because we 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 you know had three or four names that were were linked, and you know we it was day on day. It was like oh this you know this person is is going to get it. All the ITK accounts were saying yeah it's it's all. Um, was it the guy from Chelsea? The um, the other Michael. one from Liverpool, that is, oh, yes, yes. um, that what is retiring at the end of this season and stuff like that. So, you know, it's it, it could just be a, a person that we want to talk to just to you know see whether it is somebody that we want to go through. It could what, just what be are the a, a, an interview.
0: One of the questions <clears throat> has been asked in earlier on, and I've just remembered then I will end on this one is the likes of, of squad morale if we start bringing players in because, of course, our wage structure. Is going to get absolutely torn apart, absolutely cut in half. The likes of the wage bill—is that going to cause unrest between a lot of your senior players in the team now?
2: I'm going to say not. I'm going to say no.
0: Do you think not see that as an advantage? Thing, right? Let this contract run out, then I'm going to negotiate a bigger one.
2: Yeah, because I think I, I really feel surely they're clever enough to understand what we are where we are. Right? We, mm. we are we are terrible. <laughs> um, and the quality of player we're going to bring in, that then no doubt them would have been behind closed doors and their WhatsApp groups would have been whinging about the the whole structure of the club, the wage budget, the, the everything that we had as a as a club, them would have known that obviously the players are going to sign when the when the opportunity arises, they're gonna they're gonna be for big money. they would have known they would have known that. And I think if I was a player, I'd be saying, right, if I can show what I can do here, my next contract could be. Quite a lucrative one for us. That's that's how that's, I think they look.
0: That's if they start to perform, because right now, of course, yes, there's a reason that they're not picking those sort of wages up because they're not good enough exactly. to get those yeah. wages.
2: Totally agree. No, that's right.
1: And those that are on decent wages, yeah, mm-hmm. will will be on decent money. And if the, if they're good enough, then they can get new contracts. They can stay. They can hang around, and their their terms will improve. It's <coughs> it's it's the way football is. You, you know, you've always got that that scale of salary, and if you're one of the best players at the club. You get paid the you get paid the rewards you'll get mm-hmm. a pay rise you know we've seen it even like saint saint got a new contract last last season as well after his performances um so we'll we'll see if, if you're do- doing well we'll want to keep you we'll we'll improve your terms if Just if you're point not point doing well you'll big.
2: not be in the team uh, difficult for where you sit if I'm honest but this was obviously the first game back without the signs Obviously,
0: the, the sports direct signs was Mate, uh, even no matter where you sit in that ground, you can tell that they've gone. Tell. Yeah. Yeah. We talked
1: about it, didn't we? we like, yeah, it's it's weird it's because it's obvious was, now.
0: Yeah, seeing how many sports direct was because yeah. there's just white boards up That's now, it. so it's more yep. obvious now. Uh, it's like mm. you're thinking you can shit. like the leases end, yeah. More was two, two full. boards, wasn't
1: it? There? Two, uh, there's boards, two boards there?
0: that were still full, and that was it. But like, not, not sports director, was a like, uh, castle. It was only two, yeah. in the
1: entire stand two boards that weren't blank, and they had Castor on. So every other board that we could look at from our end was a Sports was. Direct
2: board. Yeah, so it just shows true, yeah. you how much was there. Yeah, there but some it does lovely... look very bare. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, it'll be clattered with something else soon enough, I'd imagine. Uh, but yeah, it was just I've seen some fantastic photos, obviously online lovely of it all, and it's just it, it's just amazing. I mean, I know I know things aren't going well on the pitch. Of course, we're, we're struggling, but. It really, I'm sure I said this to Chris when, when it happened, that was the day for me that would be as if our club was back again. You know, it was our mm. club again type of thing with, with his sort of um, graffiti gone. Um, and the photos just look amazing. It just takes me back yeah. to being a kid to be honest with you. It really does. When I, look I at even it, so. I even noticed the steward's jacket had the little the little
1: stickers taken off the back as well. <laughs> yeah, so the steward's yeah. in the corner yeah. had the Sports Direct stickers off. Because yeah. I, well, I thought, oh, have, have they got the new, will they have the new coat or will, uh, will they still be on there but they were gone?
0: It's it's great and like like that's... I said, no matter where you are now in that background, you can tell that they've gone because it it just looks blank, but that's mm. that's a good thing. It, it looks like a game of FIFA. That's what it looks like. It looks like you're playing I... St. James uh... on FIFA. That's what it looks yeah. like. And like you said, it's it's a joy, mate, and and things aren't great on on the field, of course they're not. But like you said earlier, Decker it's just another bit of the jigsaw, so it's a simple things which we are appreciating that the new owners are doing for for us. Yeah, yeah and,
2: and, and I'm, oh, sorry, I'm going on here, but 4-0 uh, down, flags in their way in there when Amazing. they were 4-0 down. There's, there's no fans in the country do that, and I'm and I'm I really hope the players certainly Eddie Howe and and Amanda and man that I'll, I'll say that and think fucking hell we have to get this right for these fans like because
0: that was an amazing amazing side considering to results. to be there mate it was amazing it just started with one one kid just stood up and started waving it then you just saw little pockets come up then even the big flags came out as well. People walking by putting them up and Eddie Howe's Black and White Army. I've never heard it so loud. You're 4-0 down, full-time whistle goes. And the thing that pissed me off about it was the guy <laughs> in the, the sound booth starts playing Do They Know It's Christmas over the top of the fans. And I thought, you've ruined it. You've absolutely yeah. ruined that that atmosphere there because it was loud and it was getting louder the closer I got mm-hmm. the, the full-time whistle. And I yeah. think if they had not put them on the music, it would have looked even better on the likes of the broadcasting as well because, yeah. like you said, Digger, nobody else does that and I'm not being big-headed here. No other football base does, uh, fan base does that.
2: No, and, and and it needs to be like, you know, I, I thought with the Bean on Sky and stuff like that, I really thought that Surely even the Alexia of and Carragas, Defoe, all of them in the box, who probably hate it. be quite honest, even them must be looking and thinking, that is incredible support. It really mm. is.
0: Showcase, we, we are showcasing this club for, for what it can be and what it hopefully will be and the fans yeah. are a huge part of the reason why this this takeover went through. It, it was the fan base. We were probably the only shining little bit of shining hope in the football club really and, and yeah. Let let's just hope we'll see more of it. I think we will. I think no matter what happens this season, I, I think we will see that. I don't even Pep
1: that. even Pep came out and, and mentioned it at the end, like yeah. you know how how good the the fans were and you know commented that you y- you don't see that um and that what an asset we are and that this this club is a is a is a massive club and and hopefully things will will work out for them. So which you know we've we've became it's it's strange we've we've sort of became. Allies, alloys alloys allies with with Man City, <laughs> like in, in our defiance of the the league, and uh, I don't know our our Gulf money together. Yeah, we're oil we're oil, with some oil money, yeah, oil
2: allies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the legion of Doom, right? yeah.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> right boys it's, it's been an absolute pleasure uh one hour and 15 minutes of your evening gone so we'll let you go and um, thanks everybody who has joined in tonight and um, thanks to everybody that is listening to the audio back over and if you do want to jump over to youtube subscribe to the channel like the video and you can become a member as always you get access to early features on there and you get um, a code to get in the Telegram group as well, which you can have a bit interaction with with everybody associated to the channel on there. Listen to Roger's voice notes. Why would you not <laughs> want to join that group? Um boys, I'll probably we'll probably won't see each other until after Christmas now. I don't know. So have a happy Christmas, everybody. Yeah, have a good Christmas, you know. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's been a pleasure, boys. Another another one out the, the way. Another year done. Uh, onwards and upwards for us. Not though, quite. Maybe. We've
1: got a we've got a week between Christmas and you, yeah, haven't we? So
0: uh, we'll see if we're in a fit state to do them then. <laughs> <laughs> right. See you later, boys. Thank you very much.
2: Cheers. All the best, everyone. All the best, everyone. Merry Christmas. Die hard to Christmas, bloke. Sports, social,
1: podcast
2: network